Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. Eat, sleep, fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, take two, also known as the Hulks of Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Christian Brito, and joining me as always on this beautiful evening is Armando Crespo. What's up, Armando? What's up, Brito? We are the Hulks because we're just useful enough. If you watched Avengers, you know what we're saying. And uh, we provide some comedic relief, and, uh, you know, we're sometimes insightful you know before we move on to the podcast i just want to say this this was supposed to be the bloodiest weekend ever and i'm just gonna say i was sorely disappointed um by both by both both? yes wow like i had a hard-on coming into this weekend and i nothing no i did not i did not i was um not disappointed by endgame at all, I thought Endgame. What? I thought Endgame did a very, a, a very good job at an impossible feat, which was wrapping up many storylines. I've I've never seen a anything in the world of film or TV wrap up so many storylines in a three hour period, um, and do most of it really well. I think just for that alone. It deserves commendation. And, sure. And it wrapped it up, but it didn't put a bow tie on it. And did it really need to be wrapped up? Uh, sometimes uh, sometimes you don't need to wrap it, you know? Just do a pull-out method or something. That's how you get diseases, man. Or what's the other one? You put like little, uh, there's little spheres. What are they called? The, the little diaphragms? Diaphragms, right? Like, like the chicks ones. use? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you can't trust that, man. You can't trust that. You got to use... Most people trust that. Most Everyone uses that. No, man. Well, in relationships. Yeah. No, man. Ten-year relationship with these characters. Flush my condoms. You flush them? Can't trust these hoes. Jesus. That's bad for the environment. (laughs) (laughs) The fuck? Oh, my God. Is this an inappropriate joke? I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, please... Yeah, it's a joke. Um, okay, well, we, we were talking about the Hulk, and then we went to Endgame, and then we went to Casual Sex. But we're also going to talk about Game of Thrones, which was also a letdown. Um, my initial reaction was, yes, letdown. Um, and I don't think we can elaborate. Again, there's too many spoilers. Um, for those of you that want my opinion, uh, actually, you know what? Fuck it. Tweet me, and I will DM you. <laughs> I'm gonna write out because I, I I have an opinion on it. I rewatched the second half of that episode, sure, um, okay. and it was much better the second time around. When I'm I, I already knew the outcome and I was evaluating uh, the scenarios and stuff. There's still things that bothered me, um, and I think that uh, that conclusion of a storyline making what I thought was a very main storyline suddenly become kind of a side plot um 
that's what kind of like hurt my feelings. Like, yep. like the, yeah. like the, like the directors just thought, you know, this is not important to you guys anymore. That's, it hurt me a little bit, but I, I thought it was, it was it a was good standalone episode. Good. If yes. you don't take into account anything that's happened up right. until this point, minus the fact that, like, I get what they were trying to do with it being uh, exceedingly dark, but there was times that that was unnecessary. Sure. I don't disagree. I watched it on my iPad, so I had plenty of, I don't have a television. It worked out better that way. I didn't have a problem either way. My issues were story wise more than anything else. Yeah. We, we could, we could elaborate off air, but um, listen guys, maybe we should do like a sideshow. Never mind. Uh, We're inconsistent no. enough as it is. Yeah. Let's. Uh, well, should we cover news real quick? I think there's a few pieces of news. We we do need to cover news, and we're going to cover some of the more fantasy relevant landing spots for rookies here. So let's go through it. And Armando, let's start with some of the news. All right. First things first. Tyreek Hill is allegedly uh, abuser. He is physically harming children and women, um, and he's under investigation. Uh, so there's a chance that um, we might not see him play football again, and there's a chance that he might get suspended for like a few games. It's really that up in the air. Okay. What do you think? I mean, personally, look, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I trade for him in a dynasty league, and I think if he plays, I've got great value. I trade Landry and a third-round pick in a dynasty league, which is a backup fourth stringer player i think it's great value if he if he plays football again then i have myself a wide receiver one if i don't i mean he'll play football again um this is one of those situations where it was nothing was going to happen until there's optics and optics happened when an audio recording was released so same thing i think that you saw with kareem hunt where situation got uglier once a videotape was released yeah um, I think this situation will get uglier now that there is a an the, actual ability the, to to hear and see some of the you know situation that happened. So the difference uh, between that was they li- literally cut Cream Hunt the next day with tr- with um with this guy there taking a lot slower. So because I think, I think what sh- they're waiting on is an actual. Uh, investigation and I think they don't want to cut him I think they're going to end up he's going to end up with some sort of suspension yeah yeah I think he's going to I don't think he's I mean the the no I mean <laughs> you I know think what the, a, you want to you want to hear the fucked up the actual fucked up difference what wide receivers are more valuable you yeah. can replace a running back so Kareem Hunt yeah. was cut even though he is a good running back he was cut because uh, a running back is replaceable no don't get me wrong I think I think Tariq uh, um, Hill is from just audio and fo- and videos and everything, he seems like a way shittier person than uh, Kareem Hunt. Um, it's just you're right, it's right? Just what's more valuable? I, not to not to justify Kareem Hunt's actions, but Kareem <laughs> Hunt. No, no, no. <laughs> Kareem Hunt's actions are um, in the heat of the moment, and I think I can you know I, I I can forgive that a little more than someone that has a chronic history of abusive behavior. You get yeah. like I don't, you get what I'm saying a little bit. Yeah, like, no, I, I kind of get what you're a, saying. There's I mean, a difference between passion. I'm upset. Someone's um, berating me, and I act inappropriately, versus someone who is a shitty person. Right. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, I guess if you own them in Dynasty and you don't care about like people are mad at me that I trade for 
Hill. And personally, I'm not. I'm not literally supporting him. I'm just trying to win a fantasy league. I don't know. Right. And and there's just, there's there's a lot of opinions to that. Like there's some people that will not, like completely avoid Tyreek Hill for the rest of their lives in fantasy. And if that's your prerogative and and, and like that's the way you operate. Then you should cool, cut man. Ben you, Roethlisberger you have, from now on too. You have moral <laughs> standards um, like that are exceeding to mine. Um, I play a game where it's just numbers and a lot of times we don't necessarily look at um, the person behind the the art or whatever the sport so yeah. you know to give an example outside of sports a lot of people think you know kanye west is a douchebag but he still makes great music you get what i'm saying so like this is the you could have picked michael jackson who's actually done illegal shit or r kelly maybe oh yeah r kelly he yeah really but i that. actually They're... no no like that's to the point where like i can't listen to r kelly really yeah ignition Head Fuck. to the kitchen. Let's, uh, Dale, please, please end beep, the episode beep. with ignition. Yeah, you're choo, right. Choo. You're right. <laughs> Mama rolling, my, my body my got phone. every man in here wishing. But yeah. I hate you, Armando. Why you did that to me? <laughs> this is mentioned in my closet. <laughs> That's a different song, but yeah. <laughs> no, I had to. All right, man. Let's, uh, next piece of news. Uh, Spencer Ware is added to the Colts backfield. I'm not sure if it matters or not, but. It's it interesting. Does, it is, yeah. It's interesting. I mean, he's played with he's played against the Colts. It's gonna be fine. I don't. I personally am not a Mac fan. There's a lot of people that are. Yeah, me neither, um, bro. <laughs> I, Mar, I don't want. Listen, Marlon Mack right now is in a lot of people's rankings a top 10, 12 nah, uh, running back. There is too many good running backs right now, and I he don't get it. like he's one guy that I mean in our top twelve. I mean. Literally, our last guy is Mixon and David Johnson between me and you. Like, how can you even consider putting Mac in that? Consi- like, he is a he's a running back, low end RB two right now with you know so many question marks. Yeah, he did and rush for a thousand yards. Yeah. yeah, but he's so fucking injury. I, I know injury prone isn't really a thing, but Jesus Christ, if there's if there's someone that should be on like a badge of injury prone, like a sticker injury prone like he should be on it i also want to throw out that the colt schedule like obviously schedules you can't necessarily 100 percent know right now but i think they're going to be a again a pass heavy team with a hard schedule so yeah i want to throw that out there yeah i mean spencer word is not anything mac it will be even less i mean i, I don't th- i don't i'm not drafting either one of them and if you're looking for a good handcuff that you know could get some upside i think spencer Ware would be good later in the season like week 11 when max injured and has a concussion or whatever he goes through wow year in year out i don't know all right easier news uh dorsey of the cleveland brown says he's not trading um duke johnson he was supposedly going to get traded this uh draft weekend he did not so it sounds like he's going to stay there at least until uh cream hug comes back from suspension i see no reason why they would trade him at this point um and jamal charles has retired and that's about it that's really all the news there is okay you want to dive? Uh, you want to dive right into fantasy relevant? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's really. Here. Let's do the quarterbacks because there's really only one that's, I think, going to be viable this season, and it's Kyler Murray. Um, you have him in what your top twenty four? Possibly. Yeah, he's going to be in my top twenty four. Um, the only other rookie that I, you know, we might need to take a look at. For fantasy purposes, maybe Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, um, yeah, 
Gets you know, that. of guys that might be starters like week one, those are that's it. That's the that's the list that I have right now. Obviously yeah. a lot a lot can change um from here to then, but uh I think there's a good shot that Haskins can beat out Keenum. Right. Um that's that's really all he's gotta do. Although Keenum's proven himself a serviceable starter so maybe it really depends on what washington is trying to look for in the future but moving away from that into a guy that might be fantasy relevant in in 2019 in kyler murray um he's a dual threat quarterback which armando uh knows very well what that means on this podcast Mm -hmm. yes um it's basically our way of saying you know He's uh, he can do both things. He can run, and pass. <laughs> I can't do it, man. He's a dual threat quarterback. It's all he is. Yeah. So, anyways, um, can dude, we cut that part out? No, no, no. <laughs> no, we're not gonna. We're not gonna cut that, man. When they use dual threat on ESPN, they never say that about white people. That's fair. I, I just want to point that out. There's plenty of dual threat. Uh, why did I why did I call out ESPN? Because <laughs> they're the <laughs> only one. Why did I specifically like <laughs> Hey Great. giant corporation owned by Disney? They could sue the shit out of us. They could fucking assassinate me right now if they wanted to. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. <I know. laughs> they could do whatever they wanted. Anyways, listen. All right. Uh Kyler Murray is gonna be in an offense where one, he's got a great running back. Two, he's mobile, and I, I think he can very easily be a steady quarterback that produces that kind of added yeah. volume and points that come along with a guy that's going to be scrambling and running a lot. So um, I could put him very easily ahead of guys like Derek Carr or Sam Darnold, uh, Marcus Mariota, uh, Andy Dalton. And if I do that, uh, he's going to probably slide not only in my top 24, but just inside my top 20 maybe. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not against that. Um, he's dual threat. I mean, if, we, if you're doing both things, he's going to be usable. And they drafted a shit ton of wide receivers and saw Larry Fitzgerald. So, yeah, top twenty four is fine. And dynasty, I think he's way higher. Oh yeah. Um, I, I I um I I like this guy's future. I know a lot of people don't because he's you know he's little, but uh yeah he's Big little as he measures an inch taller than I do, <laughs> uh, but. You know, for the NFL, that's small. Yeah. Um, the other guy you mentioned was Dwayne Haskins. Drew Locke, mm, there is a small chance there um, with Joe Flacco out there. But, you know, there's those are really the only guys. I mean, they are seem really in love with Eli Manning still, so I don't see Daniel Jones going anywhere. And I'm on board with Dwayne Haskins. He'll probably start later in the season once the Redskins realize uh, they don't have a shot in hell to make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins is one of those situations where it's it's just when during the season he starts. Yeah. Either way, you're not drafting there's a chan- anyone. There's a chance. Standard. I think he has a chance to be the week one starter, but Washington feels like one of those teams that's like, no, 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 no. We're gonna have our we're gonna have our veteran come in and and right. establish leadership, you know. But uh, yeah. Either way, you're not drafting any of these guys in a standard league unless you're doing dynasty and i don't think kyler murray's worth the spot maybe the last round if that um you'll end up with like philip rivers and kyler murray if you're drafting someone like kyler murray um in the streaming option 
Hey, you know what? It's crazy. Dwayne Haskins, not dual threat. What? Even though... uh... All right, let's move on to running backs. (laughs) Um, So the first running back take... Should we go to wide receivers first? Um, I guess. I mean, we can go either way. All right, Marquise Brown was the first wide receiver taken in the draft. He went to... The Ravens. The Ravens. So that makes him unvaluable, and I don't think he's going to get <laughs> Why you. do you say that? <laughs> Just because the they're going to run the can't ball throw 67% shit. of the time? Fuck, I don't know. He's it's not a dual, dual threat quarterback. He can't throw. Um, so I'm going to say Marquise Brown is probably in dynasty, sure. Maybe he'll learn, Jackson will learn how to throw in the next two or three seasons, but it's not going to happen this season. Um, so I think the next guy that we could talk about is Harry that went to – Patriots but again I don't know if he's going to be usable for the Patriots because they have such a complicated offense um, and Dynasty of course draft both these guys as early as possible but in redraft honestly I, these guys are draftable but in later rounds dude it has been astronomical to see Baltimore go from uh, pretty much every year um, twenty uh, from, from, from my recollection um you know, 2016, 2015, being a top five team in terms of percentage of plays that they pass, right? They they were passing an absurd amount. Um, in 2016, 66% of the time they passed the ball um, to looking at them last year where they literally, outside of Seattle and Tennessee, ran the ball more than anyone else. So I can't it, throw. Can't huh? He can't throw, man. Yeah, Lamar Jackson needs some development. I, I, I think he has the potential. Um, he has the potential. Yeah, we he has a big arm. I'm not, I'm not writing Lamar Jackson off off of one year. No, no, I, I'm not either. I'm just saying not. I like, wrote him off for particular games last season um, because I didn't think he was ready. But I think he still has potential. I'm not going to call him as being, um, you know, not able to do this, but uh, running the ball 48% of the time in the NFL at this day and age is pretty high. Um, And I I don't see that changing much. I think Baltimore will very likely be the uh, run heaviest, if not, you know, top two or top two or three um, teams in the league. So I I agree with you that, um, that that Marquise is not going to necessarily have a ton of value in his rookie season. I think, in my opinion, tell me if I'm wrong, but the wide receiver that might, depending on how the next few weeks roll uh, roll around, is Nicole Hardman. He he was drafted by the Chiefs in the second round, and he's speedy just like Terry Kill. So if something you know, if Terry Kill does get suspended or cut, I think he's the probably the most usable and the guy that you should target in drafts going into the season out of everyone taking the first two or three rounds aside from DK Metcalf because Doug Baldwin might retire I think that those are the two guys Hardman and Metcalf the other guys are just you know they'll have good games but I think those two are the ones that could um could really ascend to like the a low-end wide receiver role versus the other guys are going to be wide receiver threes on any given Sunday yeah I I don't I don't hate it um, did you know Marquise Brown was Antonio Brown's cousin? Oh, well, that's interesting. 
Does that make you change your opinion now? I'm just kidding. No, he's I'm got the shitty saying. quarterback. They both have shitty quarterbacks. Yeah, they do. They do have shitty quarterbacks. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I guess. Yeah. I guess my most fantasy relevant wide receiver. Uh, I guess John will like this. It's probably Debo Samuel. Yeah. Um, taken in the in the second round by the 49ers. Um, I the reason being here is that I think he could quickly ascend to being their their number one guy. I he can he can pass Marquise Goodwin and I. You know, I think his real competition is Pettis, who showed flashes last year. But if we're just talking, uh, you know, pure talent, maybe Debo can can kind of pass him out. So it really yeah. just depends on um, how this offseason looks. We're talking about a, a guy who was in college for four years, all SEC. I think he's NFL ready, um, and he could very easily be somewhat fantasy relevant in uh, – in 2019 yeah i mean i don't disagree there's that possibility they didn't really address wider here position so yeah I, yeah he would be number three for me i definitely agree with that all right running back Oof. oh wait before we move on tight ends don't draft any of them uh rookies they never do rookie anything. tight ends usually don't do well usually usually you know. sure usually. they might cash a few touchdowns but don't trust it don't i them. i don't even have any tight ends on my list <laughs> on my on my rookie like target list that i'm looking at right here i literally am 15 players in and i don't have a tight end there so that should tell you what you need to know in dynasty sure draft hawkerson draft font whoever the fuck you guys want but How the standard far okay 17 i have tj hawkerson <laughs> okay <laughs> all right so we're gonna dive a little deeper into these running backs uh we'll probably go into like round i, th- I think it, up until round four they're interesting um so the first running back ticket was josh jacobs 24th 24th overall to the oakland raiders um alabama running back what i kind of like this by the way yeah i'm hesitant because it's oakland and you know they they haven't shown a lot of production from the running back position for the last couple of years, um, but can Josh Jacobs beat out Isaiah Crowell? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, and has do you think that I I'm I'm a pretty firm believer that the offense was bad last year, but it will be better this year. Absolutely. I mean, to have Antonio Brown and Tyrell Williams, so you add those threats. You're telling me that there's not going to be some openings for for Josh Jacobs if he's getting sixty percent of the workload. Like, I I think he's going to have the potential to be kind of a steal because people are going to write him off because he's a rookie running back for the Raiders. Yeah, um, and, and I if we're him. talking about early early you know preseason rankings, um, I've seen him around the forties or so amongst running backs. What? That's craziness. I like that. I think that's that's amazing. He's he should for me. I think I'll have him in the round twenty four. Uh, well, that's better than I will have him. I mean, he's a hypothetically he's going to get sixty percent of the work. Jalen Richards still there, who's a great pass catcher. Isaiah Crowell still there, so maybe it's more like forty. I don't know, but either way, he's going to get the majority of the work in an offense that will probably move the ball and score more points than last season. In not a very 
great division with great defenses. Um, I think Josh Jacobs is going to be okay. Um, he's not Saquon Barkley by any means, I don't think. Um, he went 24th overall, not 4th overall. Um, but, yeah, Josh Jacobs is going to get the majority work. Anytime that happens, I'll take him over most running backs that are just getting, you know, Part 30% of the, of the work. Yeah. No, there's still a very good chance that, you know, Isaiah Crowell can come in and be the fucking guy and be annoying. But I doubt it. They drafted yeah, this guy in the, in the first, first round. round. Yeah, right. there's, like, there's that is, small chance. The, you know, the, this guy's going to beat Isaiah Crowell out in in the in the preseason. So, um, the next running back taken was Miles Sanders by. The oh, Eagles. and just just to throw it out there, Josh Jacob, just to give you a little bit of him, um, he is a heavier, biggish guy um, in terms of like weight. He's not super tall but uh, i think he he's definitely able to be that three down he's an, he's a prototype alabama running back yeah it reminds me um ingram kind of yeah like like mark ingram type you know doesn't look so chunky in the face but um said the fat guy yeah. uh but i think if anyone's gonna be left out of this offense it's gonna be isaiah corral um yeah i think jalen richard's still gonna have value um i guess i uh, my opinion here, and I'm kind of with you, uh, I think that Josh Jacobs is going to be the guy. And so I think yeah. he's the one with value and the only one only one with value. And I think he's going to be a three down back. If you if he is, then he should be ranked in our top twenty if you believe that, he should be ranked in your top twenty. <sighs> he might be. We'll see. All right. Uh, Miles Sanders was taken by the Eagles uh, in the second round. He is a more versatile running back as far as like, he's more like a Darren Sproles. He's not going to affect Jordan Howard. He's Jordan Howard is going to be in the same role he was in with the Bears is what I'm trying to say. Miles Sanders is our Tariq Cohen for the Eagles. Um, yeah. So what are we doing with that? I mean, I guess that means Wendell Smallwood doesn't have any work, any more work. Clement, it's going to be Howard and Sanders. Personally, I'm not going to draft Sanders in standard and maybe take him in later rounds in a PPR formats. I don't think he's going to have a ton of work. They have a lot of mouths to feed over there um, with the Eagles a lot. Uh, no, nah, man, this is, this is, uh, and I know the Eagles didn't give up a lot, but, I think this is Jordan Howard's job to lose. Like, right. He's going to have the first, second, and third crack at it. Do you think he, they're going to use him in the passing downs as well? You think he's going to be the three down dude, back? I never understood them not like honing. Like he's he's very capable as a pass catcher. I never understood that in Chicago. I, I yeah. I would have ran more, you know, sets with two running backs and, and get Cohen in. Um, in in multiple sets because I think he's he's a very good speedy kind of guy, but I never understood this. Let's take Jordan Howard off of the field when it comes to passing downs because I think he's more than capable. Look, I don't. Maybe I have a higher opinion of Jordan Howard than than most, but more, more than the Bears. More than the Bears. Um, the next guy I taken, which is a piece of news we didn't talk about earlier, was Daryl Henderson by the Rams in the third round. The Rams earlier today said they were going to try and do more two running back sets. Yeah, I don't this... know what that means. <laughs> uh, 
for Gurley's value is always going to end with that. I thought you. Were I it. don't think it affects him. I don't think Daryl Henderson is going to be fantasy relevant. Unfortunately for him, even though of the of the running backs that we've talked about so far, Daryl Henderson's probably the best one, in my yeah. opinion. Like at least more so than Sanders. I, I I think he definitely should have been taken ahead of Sanders. Um, you can definitely argue for for Josh Jacobs, but um, if I was an NFL GM, I would not have taken Miles Sanders ahead of Daryl Henderson. But maybe that's the evolution of the game, and I'm looking at it as the old fart in the room that wants a three down back, a complete running back that can do everything from draft day in Daryl Henderson. All right, dude, relax. <laughs> he's not. He's not fancy relevant though. He's not because he's behind Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley has to get hurt. Yeah, and they just signed Malcolm Brown. So Daryl Henderson's great. H- Henderson's in- two on the depth chart. I'm like immediate, like right now already. Like waking up in the morning, he's number two on the depth. In chart. dynasty formats, I'm drafting Daryl Henderson and not Malcolm Brown. In standard, if I'm looking for a handcuff, I'm taking Malcolm Brown. Um, any, my, any worry that Todd Gurley misses any time this year, not missing time. I think his, I think he's not going to be the running back we've seen for the past two years. I think he's going to be, I, I mean, I currently have him ranked around, wait, I have Gurley ranked because he's got arthritis six. There's just so many good running backs. Arthritis. I mean, Barkley, Zeke, Gordon McCaffrey, Kamara are all had a Gord Gurley and that's not unreasonable to believe. I mean, there's still Connor Bell behind Gurley. Like Gurley can easily finish bottom ten. I mean, uh, mm. top you know, outside the top ten with those guys out there. Okay. <laughs> there's more question marks around Gurley right now than there is everyone else that is on our top ten list. Do you disagree with that? I I disagree. I think he just needs to be put on a pitch count and monitored and that's it. Right, but his values a lot to do with his volume. Yeah, no, he can't have the same volume. If he doesn't have the same volume, he, can't, he won't have the same production. Thus, dropping. He his can't have overall. Let me rephrase this. He can't have the the twenty eight carry, uh, seven target games that he has. But he can still have the eighteen, nineteen, twenty carry games. Yeah. He did a tear his ACL or MCL or whatever in college. So and, well, he a did a couple. Uh, I want to say three years ago, have an in, a knee injury as well. Yeah. Um, yikes! When was his knee injury? College, right before right before he went no, to no, the draft. No. That's he, why he, he had an NFL knee injury. Fuck! Why am I blanking on this? All right. Either way, Henderson has value in my um, book. A little bit. Yeah, but his value is entirely tied to injury right. or why are you doing this to me, man? By the way, why can I not fucking remember when Todd Gurley oh, If there if there was only a tool we can use to find information by typing in the right phrase that we're thinking, if only if only. Okay. Fucking Google it, man. David Montgomery was the next running back taken by the Bears. Um, He's a good compliment to Tariq Cohen. I think Mike Davis lovers are shit out of luck. Um, They took him in the third round. I think David Montgomery, in my opinion, is the next running back with the most value after Josh Jacobs in fantasy football relevance right now. 
Mm. Yeah. But yeah, it's just Mike Davis and Cohen, right? Yep. Looking at their looking at their jump chart. Uh yeah. Seems like it. Yeah. They so, they dumped Jordan Howard. That I don't think they're really gonna change a lot for Cohen. No. He's still gonna run the ball, you know, seven times a game. Um and <laughs> David Montgomery definitely ran the ball quite a bit in college. Um and so I, I think he can be that Jordan Howard replacement. I, I like it. Dude, I, I'm I'm a fan of the Bears offense for twenty nineteen. Just throwing that out there. So if Montgomery is a starter, uh again, this is another rookie that I'm going to probably I, a lot of people did not like the rookie running back class, but it's a lot of times about where you land. So, you know Yeah. Montgomery, Josh Jacobs they landed in good spots, and they have some re- some relevance. Henderson yeah. didn't land in a good spot, and even though he's probably one of the um, top two running backs in the class, unfortunately, I don't agree with you. I don't think he has as much fantasy relevance. As a handcuff, so, if you draft him early. Yeah, he's, he's probably the best handcuff. Um, all right. So the next guy who I think had the next guy in line after those two that we've talked about is – Devin Singletary. I don't think he has a lot of week one value, but going down into the season, like week 14, 15, 16, I think Devin Singletary taken by the Bills will have a shit ton of value. They have McCoy, Gore, TJ Yeldon as their running backs. Um, I think between them, they have about 100 seasons in the NFL. Um, So I think if you're looking for someone who has late season value, Devin Singletary is probably a good guy to target. Yeah, that becomes one of those issues where there's just there's a lot in the way even if it's even if it's a bunch of old dudes um that I I don't love it. He's yeah, again in in late season value, he's it, it should In dynasty I like it oh, cuz yeah. I think he's the guy in the following year. Yeah. 100%. Um, also, didn't look great prior to the draft. I just I wanna I wanna throw that out there. Some of his some of his metrics were it just didn't. Uh, He's undersized and was below average in his time speed. So yeah, it just the the eye test I guess didn't do it for me. And he's yeah. he's he's uh he's kind of a bowling ball kind of running back and 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 that can be that can be good but I I don't know not a huge fan. All right, um, so there's a couple other running backs that we're taking in the third round. Uh, Damian Harris by the Patriots. He's an Alabama running back, and Alexander Madison and Bryce Love was taken in the fourth round by the Washington Redskins. Oh, and Justice Hill. Those are the last four guys we really need to talk about, in my opinion. Between those four, I think that Justice Hill might have the best chance of starting long-term in the fantasy football realm, but Bryce Love could have the best chance this season. Oh, uh, I do want to go back one point. Um, I don't know the numbers, and and, um, 
I just want you guys to be aware there there's a small chance that the Bills want to save money this year and they can um they can do so by releasing LaShawn McCoy. God, I don't I think they, they don't. would. Huh? I hope they don't. They, I love LaShawn McCoy. I don't think they would either, but if I remember his cap hit is a little bit higher this year. Um again, don't quote me on this, but I think they could still save some money for this year by releasing him. But that's that's the only reason that potentially um, Singletary would have uh, some some more increased value. But again, I'm pretty steadfast in the rookies that I'm interested in uh, this year for right now are um, Josh Jacobs and um, Montgomery based on their landing spots. Yeah. I don't disagree. Um, I think Bryce Love might have a chance. He's going to be buried behind Peterson and um, Juice, who hasn't played yeah, a snap but, in the NFL. But, but guys, they've already come out and said, hey, he's not doing right. not doing so hot in his recovery. So, so Love reading, has a little bit of value here. Yeah, and I mean, Adrian Peterson is like older than Dale is. so Exactly. Speaking Old of Dale, uh, do you want to, since we're kind of wrapping up here, how do you think Dale rolled his ankle? Playing basketball, guaranteed. I, I'm willing to bet he did it. He rolled his ankle like chasing his daughter down. Like I'm, This is a complete guess, like chasing his daughter down the hill. Or she stepped on it, his ankle, and, he, and, it, and it broke his ankle. By the way, I am going to publicly <laughs> call out I – guarantee you i can beat dale in one-on-one basketball even though he's constantly saying that he's the best amongst us look i've played against dale and i've played against you he has a pretty good dribble but he has no endurance and his his three-point shot is decent i've also lost 86 pounds so i i think i can i think i can take i think you have a better jump shot how about that i know you have a better jump shot than he does Huh, that's surprising. That's where I thought I might lose. He he does have good rim skills. Like he will <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gotta I gotta up my game. Yeah. Just All right. Yeah, I think you could take him. I think you take him. He has no endurance. You just dribble around in circles and you'll fucking win. He has got no tired. knees. Yeah, I know. He's he's really like no knees. His heart's got issues, his gallbladder's gone, his ankle's gone. Wait, did he really? Is his gallbladder actually gone? Yeah, he has huge gallbladder issues, man. I didn't know that. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't talk about this pod. He's, he's going to be on down tonight when he's editing this. I mean, it's not like you're his healthcare worker or anything. Then it'd be a HIPAA violation. But nah, we're just fucked up friends. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your gallbladder. <laughs> yeah, the doctor okay. put it in the trash. Um. Okay. That's weird. Isn't that what they do with it? No, I'm trying to figure out, man. I am. I'm trying to figure out where, where I'm gonna end up ranking, um, Miles Sanders, but where I'm going to, uh, put David Montgomery. Um. Do you need help? If Tariq Cohen wasn't there, I'd be so much more excited about Montgomery. They I don't know. I don't know what they don't want to give Tree Cohen any more carries. I don't. I don't know what they're. But what Montgomery's best 
ability is his ability to catch. So if you're not going to give him that opportunity, that tanks his value a little bit. I don't know if you agree or disagree. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna have Montgomery ranked higher because he has a more uh, if streamlined it's, chance. It's of getting so it strange because if Montgomery landed somewhere else, or if Tariq Cohen wasn't there, it's just specifically like if Montgomery wasn't on a team with a guy like Cohen, right? Because Cohen is so good at catching the ball. Like if he would have gone to another team where he still had to compete, but they didn't have a great pass catcher. I would have Montgomery much higher. Um, and I still think he can be huge upside this year. So uh, well, there's a lot to be seen because if he's the number one guy, I think he can he can put up Jordan Howard numbers. Would that make – he would be like an RB2 slash three then. Yeah. What was Howard last year? Where did he finish? Not very high. Mm. I'm Googling it with this magical tool. I'm going to guess he finished number 27. I don't know, man. Uh, about almost uh, almost 1,100 total yards and nine touchdowns. That's not bad. It's not, yeah. it's not great, but it's not bad. Yeah. Previous fine. two seasons, numbers were much better, though. Contract year for him. This year? Yeah. For right. Jordan Howard. Yeah, but he was just traded, so. Uh, da, da, da. Okay, cool. That's it. That's all we got. That's, that's, about, uh, that's about it. That's, I, um, I don't think – I want to say one more thing before, about Game of Thrones. I don't think we, we've seen the last – Dude, you can't – you got to cut that. Dale, you got to cut that. All right, guys. Have a good night. How have people not seen it? They. It's they, different. It's different for a TV show than a movie, by the way. Grace period for a TV show, for me, is usually less than a week. Like you got like week. like you got like two days to watch it because I understand if you can't watch it the night of, but like if you Bro, haven't seen it three days later, I'm on Wednesday. This is coming huh? out on Wednesday. I get that, but like so it's been two days. Yeah, but there's people, bro, that are like just now getting into the show and they're almost caught up and just just bleep it out, Dale. Bleep it out. Jordan Howard uh, was a top <laughs> twenty-four running back last year. He was top twenty-four. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, number 20. I will say, I don't think we've seen the last of the beep. Bye. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Uh Eat Sleep Fantasy.